Welcome back. All you fabricating flashbacks to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture media, and that's movies, TV shows, video games. We talk about the news, do some speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I am Mode Pupé, your resident fabricant and commenter extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, what's up, man? Nothing much, man. <clears throat> Just ready to talk about some of this news. It's, it's, some of the headliners are funny, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we can go ahead and get into it. Yeah, we got a, uh, we got a good little uh, slate of, of news this week. Uh, it's moving and shaking uh, in, in the superhero sphere. Uh, so, for instance, we're going to talk about uh, the DCE, uh, the gun DCU. I, is that a thing, the gun DCU? And how uh, we haven't really heard about uh, the first chapter, not really all of it. Uh, James Gunn also uh, tries to shut down some kind of stupid hashtag uh, that the Snyder, Snyder Bros are talking about. Uh, the first uh, social media reaction to Shazam 2 are out. Some big, a couple big Daredevil uh, news items about the uh, return of one character and two other characters that are not returning uh, for Daredevil Born Again. Uh, we're also talking about how uh, Hulu may be up for sale and the price, part of the price for that uh, could be uh, to the MCU's benefit. And finally, we're going to uh, review the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, new animated uh, movie trailer. So, all of that. Lottie, you ready to get into it? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's go. So, um, James Gunn, I, I love I love that he's on Twitter. I do wonder sometimes, like, should you be working? <laughs> you, ever see, you ever see somebody just, that's just like, you know, they're just on Twitter and you're like, it is 930 and I know you work. So what are you, do, what are you doing? But anyway, um, He's uh he uh was on Twitter and basically or, or responding to some stuff on Twitter. Um and that is uh talking about the DCU's uh you know chapter 1. Uh which you know we remember we did the the thing about the slate and everything and he announced 10 things. Now, if someone announces 10 things like like if Marvel said here's the next 10 things we're doing, right? We'll be like, "Well, we don't need to hear anything else about anything new." For like another two years, right? But nope. James Gunn was like, oh, uh, that's less... What we said, that's less than half of the first chapter of the DC Universe. And now now nerds everywhere are we're racking our brains saying, what could be next? First of all, you said 10 things. There's more. Like this first chapter, the first phase of of the MCU didn't didn't even have 10 things in it. So... Well, you know, for me, I'm just, I, I want to let my, uh, you know, let my imagination run wild. But on the other hand, like, I really want to focus on these first 10 things. You know, there's, that's a lot already. Uh, but Lottie, it, first of all, does this, are you surprised that, you know, chapter one isn't just those first 10 items, but instead 
that's only halfway uh, through there? Uh, part of me thinks she's capping. Part of me thinks she's capping. And I mean, and I, and I say this in the sense of that I I'm not saying what he said is not right, uh, true. What I'm saying is that he he might be like chapter one might be longer, but I have a feeling that when he, by him saying that chapter one is actually a lot longer like the chapter is a lot longer than what people think like you know how most marvel they might think phase phase one is usually like a phase is usually like a year maybe a year and a half mm-hmm. i'm thinking the first phase of this dc thing is going to be a couple of years you know what i mean yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be like the first phase of marvel like phase right. one of marvel was four years mm-hmm. you know what i mean so I'm thinking it's the same thing. Like I, I don't think people are thinking. Oh, are we about to get a bunch of shows back to back? Nah, we're probably about to get maybe just like Marvel, but it's just going to be the phase is just going to be a lot longer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, he said he was saying that, you know, chapter one and two of the the DC universe are gonna span eight to ten years. So you may be right on, like you know, four to five years per, you know, chapter. Um, yeah. which which then makes sense because of, of these ten I, these first ten things are li- literally something that will take something to the tune of two and a half to three years to make you know to get to get out not to you know they're announcing it now but to actually get them out you know in the next two years basically um so i i mean i it makes sense to me it, it's just uh I guess I didn't think they were going to be so ambitious with that first, uh, the first chapter, you know. Um, but I, I mean, I'll take it if they're going to swing, you know, swing for it. Uh, but it I, also, I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, apologize. I mean, it, it, they kind of have to do it. I mean, you, if you want a Justice League movie, you have to have a movie that establishes Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. The Flash, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, you have to establish because it's like because really, like let's let's really think about it. Let's go back and really think about the first Avengers movie. Like there was a lot of movies that came out in that time. You know what I mean? Like right. they they introduced Cap, Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, uh, Hawk. Well, yeah, well, Hawkeye. He was introduced in Thor and. Uh, Black Widow's introducing Iron Man crap too, but um, <laughs> they they had to introduce quite a few, you know what I mean. There was quite a few movies that had to come out in that time, so it makes sense that it's going to take a while for this uh, for for them to have everything, you know, for them to have everything established before they even come out with the movie. Well, <clears throat> that's interesting. You to finish say, the phase. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say that because. I'm hearing, I'm you know, I'm reading really, that maybe this DC universe, we're not coming into it at the start of the heroic age, but instead maybe we're coming into it well into the existence of superheroes, like they are a part, you know, kind of like, um, uh, you know, not the, you know how in the Suicide Squad and the Suicide Squad movies, there's already superheroes and stuff like that so much so that now there's there's not just superheroes there's super villains that have to go to certain a certain prison so they kind mm-hmm. of assume that the dc universe exists and you know already 
And I think maybe that's the direction they're going to go uh, here. Which, I mean, cool. I'm with it. It, it, it. it makes me want to speculate about what the second half of the first chapter is. But can I be honest? There's so many fucking things to look at in DC that it could be anything. Like, and, and especially because James Gunn is, you know, the creative, uh, you know, voice behind the DC universe now. That means that almost literally anything is on the table. You know, not just the big names, but like small names we have no, well, like we know, but we don't really know. It, so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm almost like at a loss as to, you know, you could throw anything. You, I mean, I know you said Freakazoid, but I'm just like, maybe. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's part, he's part of Warner Brothers. I mean, could be. Oh, I mean, don't play with me. <laughs> so, um, play with me. <laughs> uh, I think, I mean, cool. That's what I just say about this, this, uh, new story. Cool. Um, but really give me that first Superman though. That's why I won't. So, uh, but we'll let we'll let you guys know when, if whatever, we hear some more uh, about the chapter one. Um, but you know, before we move on to the next thing, Lottie, we have got to figure out what do we call the DC universe now? <clears throat> it's not the DC. The gun U- CU. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, well, the gun cinematic universe. The, well, we got to throw DC in there somewhere. We've got to figure out a name for the uh, James. The gun you. The gun you. Yeah, because they, they, <laughs> the other, you know, the Snyderverse people got, you know, Snyderverse, but we can't call it the gun, Gunniverse. That kind of, that sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, I mean, let's figure this out, though. We'll, well, let's brainstorm and come up with a good name. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on to the second item. Uh, still related to uh, James Gunn. Uh, this is also, you know, we, like I said, we can't go a few weeks without talking about the Snyder Bros. Um, and I guess James Gunn, uh, for whatever reason, engaged with somebody on Twitter talking about uh, selling Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, to Netflix, which is dumb, right? Like, can we agree that? That's a, a stupid-ass idea. You know? That's yeah. like that's like being mad that Marvel isn't going to continue the Netflix Marvel shows and saying... So, you know, sell that to Paramount. You know, why would who, in what world would Disney ever let that shit happen? Same way here, why would you know WB Discovery want anyone else except themselves to make those things? Like it's it's nonsensical. Well, I'm sorry, not nonsensical because they are definitely developing things that are going to go elsewhere, but they ain't DC anything's right. But yeah. that's this is just the thing they're saying because, of course, they are. Uh, well, you know, James Gunn got on and I was like, hey, Netflix hasn't even said they want they want this. Why would they? You know, we can't do anything if no one's even asking. You know, we're talking. Oh, we're talking to Netflix about doing projects, but they haven't even, you know, asked about this shit that y'all are talking about. Uh, he said he called it the wackiest hashtag ever. <laughs> Lottie, I know this. I know the answer to this question. I'm going to ask it anyway. Has James Gunn put this to rest? Don't you dare. <clears throat> no. James Gunn, you're finding out the hard way. 
the Snyder stands, they will not be stopped. They will, they will keep coming and coming and coming and coming until you finally give in to their demands. And there came, there came <laughs> until there came a day when all of our heroes came to. He's gonna have to get all of the people that that are in the Snyderverse to be like, "Shut up, bitches! This isn't real." Snyder stands. Snyder stands are so like out there by themselves. And even like people who are like trolls are saying, stop it, guys. Like, you know what? Like, trolls are saying this. And I'm like, God, Lee, the Snyder stands, they can't get a break. Like, it's very, like, and here's the thing if you like the Snyderverse, I'm not picking on you that you shouldn't, that, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. not the type of person yeah. that's like, oh, you shouldn't like, oh, no one, you know what I mean? We're not saying. Don't, oh, no one should watch the Snyderverse. We're not saying that. What I'm saying is, guys, come on now. Stop bullying people into, like, it's what? over. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. Let and it go. James Gunn also said, like, Zack Snyder has, doesn't seem interested in this at all. Like, they, like they, they are, they're, they're 10 miles down the road and haven't even started the car. Like that, like literally, Netflix doesn't care about this shit. Zack Snyder doesn't care about this shit. But they're like, oh, you know, we're we're definitely we're definitely you know, if they would just sell this to to Netflix, we're definitely get the Snyder. No, motherfucker, they don't care about it. Like no. the only people that care about it is y'all, and unless y'all want to, you know, crowdfund some bullshit, uh, you know, fan stuff. It's not happening. Like, just, just stop. Anyway, <laughs> I just thought, I thought, I just wanted to be like, look, even James Gunn is just like, bitches, stop. But he was much nicer about it than I am. So, uh, Snyder stands, cut this shit out, man. Just, go. I don't even want to say touch grass. I'm just saying, like, you know, go find something else to attach to. I'm sure. There's literally any other fandom that that would welcome you, except like don't be a dick. So anyway, move, moving on. Um, Lottie, I'm, I'm I'm saying this with a bit of a sigh of relief, but also some cautious op. I guess cautious optimism is the better thing. First, social media reactions to uh, Shazam two uh, have started to hit the internet, so that's coming out next week. So they didn't they didn't lift the embargo or whatever on on the regular reviews, but the social media ones are usually about a week out. Like I guess to to build up buzz, and so far they sound you know pretty positive actually. They're not going like best movie ever. They're not like this is a game changer. You'll never look at Shazam the same way again. You know you know Billy Batson is the best thing that's ever happened to DC. They're not saying. But they are saying, "Hey, this is fun. It's 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 taking the energy from the first one and it's dialing it up. And there's some cool stuff that's happening in it. I think I only heard one like sort of negative review of it. Um, that's that's about it. I mean, you you know, you guys can read through on a, and everything. But generally speaking, it seems pretty positive. Um, so I know we were talking about the projections were kind of low, and we just had a, let's just call it what it is." A disappointing outing 
for Marvel with Quantumania. And, you know, this was looking like it was heading in the same direction. Does this give you maybe some confidence that DC may have an actual, let's not call it a hit, an actual good movie that may do pretty decent at the box office? What do you think, Lottie? I have no confidence that this movie will do well in the box office. And, and here's the reason why. The movie might do well, but here's the problem. And I've already talked to multiple people. They're all telling me they're not watching it because it's not going to matter in the new DC universe. And I was like, well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> but that's, here's the thing. They're, they, they know that the uh, flash basically rewrites the time. The actor might stay, but that version, that Shazam is no longer going to exist. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that are, that are not going to watch this movie because of the simple fact they know that it's not going to matter. That's and, and that's, you know, that's very sad. unfortunate. That that's is very sad. unfortunate. Like what the he- you know what? I love Marvel. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a big Marvel fan. I love the MCU and everything. But my God, is that one of the worst that's one of the worst legacies that Kevin Feige has left to movie going or you know to to fans of genre stuff. Is this desire to have everything be connected or else who cares? Right? Yeah. Whatever happened to just watching something to be entertained? The shit is that shit is crazy. I don't you know, I didn't go watch Morbius thinking, ooh, this shit had better tie in to Venom or else. You know? I didn't watch No Way Home thinking like if this doesn't fucking reference the Avengers seventeen times, it's you know, fuck this shit. I never thought that. I just want the movies to be good. And if this is a movie that never go, you know, never connects to anything else in the DC universe, but it's good, I won. Like it's shit is it's it's I don't even want to say it's infuriating. It is just sad that people can't just go they you know, when people went and saw Blade the first time, they weren't worried about whether or not that shit connected to anything. Hell, when they saw Blade 3, they weren't thinking, "Uh, oh, you know, is the Blade cinematic universe going to be okay?" No. Just go, go see a movie. Times were different, my friend. It's, it's it, unfortunate, man. Times were different at that time, man. It was just different. It was just, a different time then. It's just, it's unfortunate. But I think um, there are some indications that, like I said, it's not going to blow our socks off and, you know, in the way, like, maybe Black, for me at least, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever did. Um. But it sounds good. I mean, they say it's not a game. One of the ones says not a game changing comic book movie, but it wins you over with its characters and energy. Okay, cool. I, hey, sounds good to me. Um, it's other ones are a lot more enthusiastic. James Gunn even kind of chimed in, um, and said that it, he said, um, I love it. It's a complete uh, blast. Um, that everyone on the crew killed it. So, I mean, yes, that could be CEO speak, but like, I mean, would he, would he really be like, you know, saying too much about it if he didn't like it? I, I mean, I don't think so. Um, but you're right. Like it, that makes me sad though. Like that's, there's no reason this shouldn't work or shouldn't do well, but this, this people just want it to matter. 
to the DC universe and it's just going to throw people off. So that sucks. Um, yeah, that's the unfortunate. That's why I was like, even if the movie's good, it's not going to. It's not going to sell well, man, unfortunately. I, I think here's my thing. I don't even think being good is good enough. I literally think that in order for this thing to really do what it's supposed, like what they really want it to do, it would have to be, to one be of the best it'd movies. have to be excellent. It would that's yeah, like, it, like yeah, exactly. Not good, not cool, not oh, not even great, but excellent. Just, yeah, it have to be one of the best movies they've ever made. Yeah. Yeah, right. And, and that's and that's unfortunate. Yeah. And and it's it's also this is a consequence again of the pandemic we keep going back to it. But truthfully, you I used to go to the movies like two, three times a week. And now if I can get there once a week or, you know, a two, you know, two, three times a month, maybe. And I'm I'm a big movie goer. People that go a few times a year, they are they gonna waste their time on some something that in their mind doesn't matter or that they can wait for streaming? Like it's they it's it's not good enough to be good, you know, unfortunately. So Yes. Uh but we'll see. It's coming out next week. We're gonna view it and review it and uh let you guys know more about it uh when that all goes down. Well, uh it's time to talk about the MCU uh properly. And you know Daredevil Born Again's coming uh coming up. I think it's next year. I do believe next year is is when but they're they're filming or they're starting to film soon. I think it's going to be something like an 18-episode series, so it's going to be unlike any other Disney plus Marvel thing yet. It's going to be a proper TV show, thankfully. And, uh, you know, we got uh, Charlie Cox coming back, Vincent D'Onofrio coming back. But you know who's not coming back? Lottie. You know who's not coming back in Daredevil? Yes, we're not getting uh, the the actors that played Foggy and uh, Karen. So two main characters... Right, Foggy Nelson, you know Karen Page, they are not going to be. Uh, they have. They are not part of the production, at least of season one, of Daredevil: Born Again. Um, I that sucks to me. <laughs> I must say, mm-hmm. and and I did not. You know, I only watched the first season of that show, but mm-hmm. I I liked both of them, and they were very interesting and very important to the story, and I I think that sucks. Like, what was I want to? I really want to know the reasoning here. Maybe I, I'm sure when we watch the show, it'll make sense why they're not in it. But this is literally like, you know, Foggy's is Matt's right hand man. Really, that's that's his homeboy. And Karen, you know, they had a little thing going. So mm-hmm. what? In what way don't they figure into this show unless they're dead? I I mean. Lottie, help me out here. What's this doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no one I don't knows. know. <laughs> I I don't know what to say. I'm just man, help, I don't want to say talk me off the ledge. I'm not on the ledge for this. It's just it's just strange to me. Because they're they're just they were such a big part of the show, so they're literally just gonna be like, well, you know he's Matt single and he went to L.A. and you know had a had an affair with with Jen- Jennifer Walters. Now he's back, and I guess uh, 
Wilson Fisk is back. And, that, and that's it. Boom. <clears throat> Uh, don't yeah. say it like that. <laughs> I mean, this it's true. And also, this may not necessarily be the exact same Daredevil as you saw before. It's, it's, it may be slightly different. So, so, so don't say this, man. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're hurting me a little bit. <laughs> look at it. I mean, look, he did that walk of shame and... and uh, he can't show his face at at Nelson and Murdoch anymore. Those, <laughs> he's just like, nope. Uh, but just, just no. Uh, but, but I can't show my face to Wilson Fisk because reasons. Um. <laughs> I, I'm actually confused. I'm. I'm it's like yeah. you said. Like, why? Why aren't they in this? I don't know. Wow. It can't be because they can't afford them because. Last thing I saw De- Deborah Ann Wolin was literally Quantum Leap for one guest star episode, la- you know, in last fall. So I don't know what you know, I'm sure they they don't have anything to do. But um, I don't know. I guess if we find any more about that, we'll check back. But <clears throat> let's um, let's make the turn this frown upside down uh, because somebody is coming back. That's John Bernthal. He's coming back to, uh, you know, the be the big Punisher. <laughs> Punisher was a was a well received Netflix series, which I have not watched. So I know terrible, but I haven't watched it. But it was very well received, and he started off in the you know Marvel Netflix on Daredevil. So he's coming back to reprise that role on Daredevil: Born Again. And this makes all the sense in the world to me. Like it makes a like all the sense. Daredevil and and Punisher, they cross paths, you know, not often, but pretty, you know, in a pretty decent amount because they both target the same bad guys, you know, organized crime. They are they're constantly at them. Wilson Fisk, the biggest, you know, he's literally the kingpin, and. They can join. They join forces at times. Sometimes they're at at odds, you know. But this this makes all the sense in the world for two reasons. That one one of which I just said, which was that they cross over a lot. Well, three reasons. Two, there's no superpowers involved. It's just guns, right? So there's not. They, they don't need special effects from three. Uh, Kevin Feige. I feel like he. I feel like he's like a, a Pokemon trainer. Like he just has, He's got to. He got to catch them all. All of the actors that get awards, not recognition. All of the actors that are in prestige movies. All of the actors, you know, who are considered to be great. At, you know, great at acting, not just being in genre stuff, but great at any kind of character acting. So he throws his little Pokeball out there, you know, and scoops them up. And now he he you know he's he's just Punisher. I choose you, and he just threw him right into the middle of Daredevil. Uh, I hope I hope that analogy made sense. <laughs> made some fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just seeing Kevin Feige with like with pokeballs with all these different actors just just uh, just in his belt, and he's got the little ash the ash hat on and the vest on. <laughs> Somebody. I, I wish I I could I wish I could Photoshop. I would make that happen. So anyway, Lottie, Daredevil's coming to. Um, I mean, Punisher's coming to Daredevil. What do you think? 
About damn time. Yeah. I'm saying about damn time for the whole entire thing. It's about time that we finally got to see some uh, some more. Like, I've been waiting for this Daredevil show for a while now, and I'm happy that Punisher is going to be in it. I'm happy that they're they're adding these characters back into the story because it seemed like for a while that it didn't seem like we were going to get any other stuff. But but. It seems like now we're going to start getting them. So I wonder, is what? What do you think the rating of the show is going to be? Hmm. Huh. Ooh, I want to say PG thirteen. Um, a very very hard PG thirteen. Well, I guess it's TV, so technically it would be what. Uh, not TV MA. No, it wouldn't be MA. It would be TV seventeen, maybe something, something like, that. like that. Um, but the equivalent to PG thirteen, but on the very extreme end, fourteen, like fourteen yeah, TV, with TV fourteen double maybe. V's. Yeah, with but double V's. But essentially, what they they'd have to do is, you know, keep the blood splatter to a bare ass minimum like super minimum make sure it ain't no sexy time going on really not really and but otherwise they can show people getting shot up and maimed and blown up all the all because that's that's fine for kids right or to watch all that shit it's just so it, it just went but what happened to like we were talking about this about two years ago or a year ago what happened to marvel the disney creating their like adult version of where like the adult stuff will be on Oh, you're asking too many questions. They, they, mm-hmm. they did what they did. Instead of doing an adult section, they just age restricted certain content, and so the only the way you can get onto it and or see it is by being on an account that's not age restricted. That's basically it. So it's, it's. I mean, I really would prefer that they would just do R-rated content, but it's Disney. But the other the other thing is I don't understand why they would have a problem with it because it's Disney Plus. Like nobody's look. Let's be honest. The their audience on Disney Plus is small, and I don't mean small in a bad way. I mean small relative to the movies. You know, yeah. More way more like I, even if Quantumania is, you know, kind of ends up being a flop, even if it does. There are still more people that have seen that movie than watched WandaVision or Miss Marvel or, you know, insert Disney plus uh, Marvel show more. In fact, I would gather that the number of people that have watched all of uh, the Disney plus shows, you added all of the views up. It's probably still less than the number of people who went out and watched like you know, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, or Quantum Mania, or any of those. So, do they really need to be super worried about alienating the audience on Disney Plus? Yeah, because, like you said, they've lost quite a bit of subscribers. You know, at this point, like maybe this is a way to gain subscribers back by allowing your your content to be more on the darker and edgy side. Because honestly, it's just. How are you alienating your audience? Like, 
I, that that doesn't make sense to me at all. Like it's like saying Sony's alienating their audience by making God of War rated M. That doesn't make sense. You see what I'm saying? That yeah. doesn't make any sense at all. Just you know what I mean? You could either age restrict it or just put everybody. There's an adult Netflix. You know what I mean? There's yeah. an there's a kids there's a kids Netflix. You can do that. Disney is it's not that difficult. Yeah, and I honestly, I didn't know little, you know, I didn't know little Susie and little, you know, little, um, you know, Jack or whatever. I know Daredevil was their shit or Punisher. You know, who are they? To, are those kids sitting up there trying to dress up like them? Because I, I don't think I've ever seen a kid cosplay as any of those or, you know, dress up as either of those. So I, I th- it'll be okay. Like, if they go mature, it, sh- it should be fine. I just don't know if they want to because the CEO isn't really big on, you know, R-rated stuff. So, but we'll see. Uh, we'll let you guys know more about it. I'm sure we're going to be getting pictures and everything really soon because they are filming, you know, they're, they're starting to film soon. Um, let's continue to talk about Disney. This is some, sh- this is some shit that I, I don't, I don't understand why this is real this could be real but it came from you know reputable sources so you know disney owns uh they have a majority stake they don't own it outright but they have a majority stake in hulu thanks to having acquired fox and bought out some other smaller right so they own two-thirds of hulu right now uh comcast universal owns one-third of it and so if you never use Hulu, you know, you won't know this, but there's a lot of Disney stuff on there, Disney-related stuff that isn't necessarily the House of Mouse, but is definitely Disney or ABC or whatever, uh, and including some legacy, you know, Marvel TV stuff, you know, is, is on there. <clears throat> and there's also some stuff from, like, NBC Universal. Not as much because they have Peacock now, but st- still there is. And so... Uh, you know, uh, Disney, they're, they're sort of, they're not broke or anything, but they're looking to sort of spin off maybe less, uh, less profitable or, you know, more money sink sort of deals and, you know, streaming services are money sinks. So the idea here, at least from some industry analysts is that maybe they are trying to sell their majority stake in Hulu over to, you know, NBC Universal, um, and so uh, why does it? Who? Why does anyone care about this? Because I I saw an article that said that part of the sale price could be the full return of the rights to Namor or Namor and Hulk to Disney. So all this whole distribution. Remember we talked about the distribution thing and why they can't? Why they're not making? A Hulk movie, that would go mm-hmm. away, as as a part, you know, as uh, you know, payment for for Hulu. Which, by the way, the way they they did the article thing, it made it sound like they're like, here, give us, you know, the full license to Namor and Hulk, and you can have Hulu. So that's why they framed it, and um, that's that's not the way it is, but still. Lottie, what do you what do you think about this? Disney will be absolutely retarded if they do this. 
don't, Disney, don't, don't be stupid. Though Hulu is one of your most, yeah, I know you don't, they don't own it outright, but it's one of their most important and profitable stuff. It's, here's the thing, here's, here's the thing that I was, I've been talking about with one of the problems that Hulu and, I mean, Disney and Netflix has a problem with their streaming service. Sports. It, they don't have sports. Mm. Paramount Plus and Paramount Plus, Fox, and... Uh, Amazon Prime does, does sports. Yeah, Amazon Prime. They have sports. You need... Like, that is one of the things that help you still keep money. And Hulu is their way into the sports market. If you sell that, if you sell if you sell Hulu, you're killing that market. Do not it, Hulk well, it was not it's not worth it. Yeah. It's not and I was gonna say remember they also own ESPN. So they Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean but, that, that, like I said, they characterize this, the the headline is that you know, as if that would be the cost for Hulu. That's not really what's going on. It's more like it would be part of a package that it would include, you know, it would be money, but also they want those rights. Um, and in that context, if it's part of the sale price, I mean, it's not a bad, that's, that wouldn't be a bad, I guess, uh, no. outcome if it's just part of the sale. But on the other hand, I'm also of, of the opinion that, like, what do they really get out? If they get Hulk and Namor, what are they really getting? Because they already are make, doing Hulk stuff. They, their ability to distribute a Hulk movie. That's pretty much it. Who's asking for a Namor movie? And even if they exactly. were, are they going to get it any time in the next five years? Like there's too much. They're they're already pulling back on what they're doing with the MCU anyway. Add these two characters on, you're not going to get a movie for them in the next five years any damn way. No one's clamoring for a Hulk movie for whatever. Re- I mean, you can give me any reason why no one wants one. Uh, there's there's good story reasons why no one's that really asking for it, and there's just like you know, there's just too much going on right now. I think I, if I were running the show, I would not do that because you're already okay. It's already fine for you to use those characters in other things as long as they're not the star of the movie. And this, I, in my opinion, this isn't the time to be bothering with those characters in that sense. Um, but if you are intent on selling Hulu anyway, it doesn't hurt to ask, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wouldn't hurt to ask for it for that at all um but gosh i mean anyone who really thinks that i i think that the analyst thinks it's possible and so i'll go with at least i tentatively think that it's on the table so that that, that fair don't sell hulu whatsoever you you have to understand something well this is something i can really speak to streaming services lose money Every single one, there's not a profitable streaming service in existence. Not one. Every one of them, well, I'm sorry, there is one. 
it was Discovery Plus because it's almost all reality shows. So none of them make money. They just all you know they are they're loss leaders, if you will. And so get it, they have two right now. They have Disney Plus, which is their focus, and they have Hulu, which is really kind of the catch-all for Fox stuff and whatever doesn't quite fit on Disney Plus. If they get rid of this, they get money. And also they can eventually bring all of their content back to Disney Plus proper to turn that into a real streaming service that is a rival to Netflix and not just a repository for old Disney stuff and like new new Disney animated stuff or whatever, Marvel, uh, Star Wars, but for all of their content. So I I honestly, I understand the, the drive to sell Hulu. I just don't know that Hulk and Namor being part of it is that important. So I don't know. Well, we'll I guess we'll see. Um, we'll talk about it more if we if and when we find out more information. <clears throat> and so uh, to finish off this uh, supercast, we're going to talk about uh, you know heroes in a half shell, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As as a background, I grew up watching like I literally watched them their in their first run. As a cartoon, I did not read the comics, the original comics, because you know, I didn't have no damn money for comic books when I was a little kid. But I surely watched the the Ninja Turtles cartoon. Had the action figures, I had the the fucking van, all that stuff. Loved that that show. Now, in retrospect, it's it's not great. (laughs) It's not a great show, right? In in retrospect, not a great show. But in the intervening, you know, near, you know, something like 30 years, they've gone on to be, you know, various animated renditions. There's been a live action, you know, the live action movies in the 90s, which were okay to terrible. Uh, there was the, the CG animated ones that Michael Bay did. You know, there's video games, you know, the notoriously horribly difficult Ninja Turtles, the first Ninja Turtles, all this stuff. Everyone loves the Ninja Turtle. It, it is literally a property that no matter how many times they redo it, people are still like, "Yeah, I'll go see that." When when are the you know, I'll go watch some turtles eat uh, pizza and like twirl ninja stars. Cool. Uh, so to that end, we are getting an animated Ninja Turtles movie, and we got the first kind of teaser trailer uh, that came out uh, a, a day or two ago. So Lottie. Yeah, you got you got you have fresh eyes on this. Uh, first of all, are you a Ninja Turtles fan? And and uh, before we get into the into kind of talking about the trailer, I'll say I am a I am a what's the word I'm trying? It's like a dead Ninja Turtles fan. What I was a I was a fan when I was a kid. Now I'm like I just I. I don't know. It's just it doesn't really appeal to me anymore. I don't know. It's it's a cool thing. Like I recognize it. I I, don't, I might see it on streaming, but it's just it's just not there for me anymore, man. Right. It was it was the original, then the one that they brought back, the two thousand three one. But since then, I have not had a dog in the Ninja Turtles fight uh-huh. since. You know what I mean? The Michael Bay movie, the first one, it was it was pretty decent. You know, 
I would not have went to theaters to see it, and then I definitely didn't see the second one. Yeah, I, I still haven't seen the second one either. But it, you know, it's just I. It's just one of those. It's one of those things that is just like it, it, it's not there for me anymore. You know right. what I mean? Right. Well, with that ringing endorsement, <laughs> what did you think <laughs> about this trailer? I'm happy that it exists, or or and, as, or as I want to call it. Um, TMNT into the turtle verse. Yeah, because it looks <laughs> just everybody is just using the uh, the Miles Morales uh, animated. They're, everybody's copying. I've seen multiple movies using this animation style. And it's, I'm happy that this exists, especially for younger viewers that could get into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Me, I just don't have a dog in this fight anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It, it's just, they look really, they look like really teeny now. Because they're pro like, it seems like every Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle iteration I watch, it seems like they make them younger, young, younger and younger. You know yeah, what I mean? That's pretty soon it's going to be Ninja Turtle babies. Yeah, like it's it goes because the Ninja Turtles I remember watching, they were probably like eighteen and nineteen years yeah. old. Same thing with the uh, the two thousand twenty version, but it seems like now the animated stuff seems like they're just like these kids thirteen. Well, well, they, yeah, these you know? kid, these kids uh, these Ninja Turtles they seem like they you know they just started high school maybe. <clears throat> They're def and they're definitely in the D and D club, and they're you know they most definitely uh, are part of the science club. Like they're no no one they they sound like they can't kick ass. Yeah, <laughs> that, if that makes sense, they don't sound like yeah, they kick it, ass. Yeah, it just it doesn't to get me to come back to the series. This wasn't it. I mean, like I said. If some if if this is what makes the younger audience want to watch it, fine. But me, I'm used to them being badass. You know right. what I mean? Not inept. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like uh, <laughs> you see what I'm saying. It yeah, kind of yeah. it kind of. Just... I I think I'm I'm pretty cool with the the kind of the younger take on it. Uh, just because I think this is going to be more more comedic, you know, than, mm -hmm. than serious. Um. And it's too like it, they're too young to be like the the kind of weird, kind of out there versions of them that we get in like the Michael Bay one or whatever. We don't, and it's not going to be grim dark. This is for Nickelodeon by Nickelodeon uh, film, so you know it. You know where they're going with it. Uh, but that said, I mean, I think it looks it looks cute. It looks like it might be fun. Like I I'm I'm going to go see it. Somehow I'm going to have to trick my wife into going with me because <laughs> I know this is not up her alley at all. Um, but I, I mean, I'm with it. And, you know, Splinter's being played by Jackie Chan. So, I mean, that's there's a, a bunch of celebrity voices in this that that might make it interesting. We get Bebop and Rocksteady. I mean, come on. I mean, look, if they put Krang in this, I might it might be a top 10. You know, it might, might sneak it. If they get him and put him in the belly of that little robot, you know, I might be down with this completely. But uh, but it, I think it looks fine. Like, fine. To, I think it looks good. 
it might be fine. So we, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but before we finish talking about it, um, let's talk about as usual. Not, we can't we can't just have things come out without someone deciding that they're mad about it. So, Lottie, would it surprise you to know that they're mad about April O'Neil being black? Not just black, but also not in her yellow jumpsuit, red haired, and you know, I guess you know whatever you know other stereotypical things. She doesn't have a camera either that's mounted on her shoulder, so. But they're mad about her being black. A uh, big fucking surprise, nerds, y'all. You once again, you know, proving proving, you know, nerds are are diverse too, and the, some of the diversity is being stupid assholes. Lottie, <laughs> what say you? I mean, I mean, I can you know, I can sort of understand why they'll be upset. I mean, I I wouldn't. I'm not. I don't really care because maybe because into their mind, they're like, well, it, they could have made it a different character or whatever. But me, my I mean, opinion, they, like they've I said, literally made April black before. So it's not like this is a I don't remember the big outcry then, because now all of a sudden, all these people who really, really, really care they're you know, in the last 24 or 48 hours, they suddenly really care about the Ninja Turtles so much that April's race is a huge, you know, deal that they've got to make a big, you know, big post about on the internet. It's yeah. So, like I said, me, I whatever. If they, if I, it's it's nothing to lose, to lose your uh, mind over. I mean, it's this is clearly not the ninja. Here's the thing that some people have to understand: this people are like, oh, this is not the Ninja Turtles I grew up with. It clearly is not, guys. <laughs> It's clearly not like, yes, just, you know, if you want to watch the old Ninja Turtles, go, go and watch it. You know what I mean? I'd advise you don't do that. (laughs) I would just say for your own, for your own good memories of that show, don't do it. Just remember it the way you remembered it. I've, I've yet to have a good experience of saying, oh man, that show was so great when I was a kid. And and before I was that 10, you know, and going yeah. back and watching it and being like, Ooh, why? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, guys, April being black, it's okay. You know, it's, it's, you know what? Uh, she's animated and it's happened before. And also, you know, uh, she doesn't want to fuck you either. So like, just chill. You know, she doesn't have to look like that redhead that that you uh, you got all excited about when you were eight. Chill. Just just saying. So anyway, uh, we'll check that out. Well, I'll check it out, and I'll t- I'll tell you what what I think about it. Lottie is going to watch from the sidelines, so <laughs> we'll we'll let you know more about it uh, when uh, we get to see it. Anyway, that's all of our news for this uh, week. Um. But maybe we missed something. Maybe uh, you know we had uh, we had some weird ideas about it that you didn't agree with, or you just want to say and chime in on uh, you know your thoughts. Whatever the case may be, get down to the comment section and uh, leave your thoughts there. And of course, you can always hit us up supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys one on Twitter. 
And while you're down there, do us a favor, hit like on this video and uh, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell, all that good stuff. Helps with the channel, helps us to grow and helps more people to see these videos. And of course, I can't do this uh, by myself. Uh, I, otherwise, I'd just be talking about how the Ninja Turtles are the best thing ever. Uh, <laughs> instead of having Lottie's good uh, and rational thoughts about Ninja Turtles. So, Lottie, where can they uh, reach you on social media? Well, you can always find me on my Instagram, which is Anukinihun. It's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I. H-U-N. And of course, you can also find me on my YouTube channel, which is Kinihoon25. Um, finally got a copy of Metroid Prime Remaster. No thanks to Nintendo. <laughs> but finally got a copy, so I'll be able to stream it very soon. Uh, you guys are going to actually see what a true Metroid Master looks like playing the game instead of all these people who pretend that they're good at video games on youtube you're gonna see what it means to be good at metroid prime stay tuned as soon as i get it i'm streaming it well you guys go check it out i heard shots fired just a second ago i didn't hear any names attached to it but you know <laughs> who you are if you're if you're not if you're not good enough <laughs> you guys go check out uh lottie's uh social media show them some love all right, all you Fabricator Fleshbags, thanks for joining us. This was the 92nd episode of the Supercast. Come back next week. Um, we got plenty more to talk about, man. Like, for real, though. Uh, so until then, I've been Mo Poupe, resident Fabricator and Comedy Extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. We'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace. <laughs>